Welcome to Bonus Barrel! It's a, an episode of Magic, Wonder, and Adventure. Ho ho, Rob! That's right, this is Rob, and we have... Jeff. And Seiji. And Mickey! Ho ho! <laughs> and today we're talking about Land of Illusion for the Game Gear and also Sega Master System. Mostly for the Game Gear version. So, Land of Illusion, sorry, Mickey Mouse, came out on the Sega Master System in 1992 and the Game Gear in 1993. It's a sequel to Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse, which came out for the Sega Master System in the Genesis. So we played a sequel? We played a sequel. Oh, we suck. That's the one we had. Uh, yeah, it's the one I true, owned. true, true. One of us has to own the title before we review it. That's like the general rule of bonus barrel. <laughs> so the game was developed by Aspect Company, a Japanese video game company founded in March 1993, which is weird because... It was Oh, th this is for the Game Gear port, so that does make sense. So they ported it over. They developed, uh, they dev for the SMS, Game Gear, Pico, <laughs> the Pico, Genesis, Saturn, SNES, Game Boy Advance, DS, and Wonderswan. They're well known for development of every Sonic game for the Sega Master System, Game Gear, and Pico, minus the original Sonic. Some games, so these again, these guys are like port guys. Some games they've worked on, Land of Illusion, Legend of Illusion, Lost World for the Game Gear, Sonic 2 for the Game Gear. Tales Adventures for the Game Gear, Batman Return for the Sega Master System, Sonic Blast for the Sega Master System, Gaia Breeder for the Saturn, Ninja Naruto, Naruto Ninja Council 1 and 2 for the Game Boy Advance, and 3 for the DS, Thundercats for the DS, and Power Rangers Megaforce for the 3DS, and some others. So the basic plot... Wait, it, so every time we touch a Sega game, something weird comes up, right? <laughs> yeah. So Land Evolution is a... Series. Yeah, it, it is a sequel to Castle of Illusion, yeah. right? But Castle of Illusion was developed for the Mega Drive. Mm -hmm. So this is, so a four, this, this is a four-generation four game, and the yep. sequel came for a third-generation console. You know? You know? <laughs> yes. It was, it was developed in 1990 for Castle of Illusion yep. for the Mega Drive, and then the sequel in 1992 for the Master System. So they ported it. To the Sega Master System and Game Gear in 91, is what it says there, right? For the Game Gear, yes. Yeah. So but that, isn't that strange? No! It's like a... It's, really? It's, it's like if there was a game... It's Super Mario World, right? If Super Mario World was released for a Super Nintendo, and then the sequel was on the NES. Well, That's no, because this is coming out on both... Well, in this case, you're... Actually, you're in this case, you're kind of right. Because... So, it came out of the Mega Drive and the Sega Master System. The Castle of no, Illusion, no, no. right? This, well, yeah. Yeah, and then the Legend Land of Illusion, the one we played, came out for the Master System. So it was a sequel to, like you said, a Sega Genesis game yeah. and a Sega Master System game. So it was a sequel on the Sega Master System and then the Game Gear. So that's we. So that'd be like if a game came out on Wii and then the sequel, the sequel came out of the GameCube and yeah. also the 3DS. Because <laughs> that's the contemporary at the time. That's weird. But that's 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 this. So there's up to there's a few other games. There's Land of Illusion starring, or sorry, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse for the uh, Genesis, which I have actually. Legend of Illusion for the Game Gear, which I don't have, but would like to get. And there's one called Oh Sega Ages. I love Mickey Mouse, which is a comp one. And then Castle Illusion for the 2013 for the uh, 3DS. Oh, cool. Which I, I haven't seen actually in the this wild. This for PlayStation Network. I thought it came with the 3DS Xbox as well. Live and PC. Oh, I'm sorry. So there there was actually another Mickey game that came out for 3DS though. Maybe it was um, one of the other series, the um, other Mickey series. Related games, Epic Mickey, Power Evolution. That's no, not that one. 
That's not the one I'm thinking of, at least. Okay. There is another one, but... Yeah. And then there's there's an alternate uh, series of games for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking well, that, about. That's, so that sequel came out in the 3DS. Yeah, see, and right. that's... When I when I originally were gonna play Mickey Mouse game, that, that's what came, yep. yes, a magical quest. Yeah. Mickey yes, Mouse. that's yeah. Um, that's what came to my mind because that game is phenomenal. I love, I don't have it. Or I, I would love, love to that look game. at it if I can. It's um, get it. It's it's really good. That's where he changes costume. And then he has a sequel one. that is not so good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But none of us played the 3DS version. The circus, no. And the uh, magical quest actually got ported to Game Boy Advance in Ooh. 2002. I'll take a look for it. Yeah. I would. Lo- I'd love to get my hands because the Mickey Mouse games not too bad, at least not back then. So the basic plot of this game, the the second one, they're not related plot wise from what oh, I've read. Okay. Um, so Mickey is dreaming about the book he read. Daisy comes for help and says the magic crystal has been taken by the evil phantom. So he goes to get it back. And that's the, the plot of the story. So let's talk about the gameplay to this game. So I got some notes, and I'm sure you guys will be able to, to pipe in at any point. So the, the primary version was the Game Gear version, but Seiji, you played the Master System, right? I did. Okay, so you played the Genesis, or Game Gear? Now, I'm I'm a noob when it comes to Sega. I don't know Sega very well. Game Gear is, like, portable, no color. It's color. It has color? Yeah. Okay, then I'm not sure which one I played. <laughs> <laughs> so I played, I played one without color, then I played one with color. We don't call them. Yeah. Did you play a Game Boy one by accident? Maybe. I don't know. Right. No, 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 because there, this was developed by Sega, so yeah. it couldn't be. Yeah. Maybe you played I, the I wrong game. I could have swore I played one without color, but it was the same game. That's really confusing. Maybe, maybe, maybe I was wrong, but I could have swore I played one without color. Well, in this game, Mickey can run, jump, climb, swim. Um, and that's it? And butt bounce. There's, yeah, and butt, and butt bounce. bounce. You can do like a Mario butt bounce, I guess the same kind of thing. It's kind of like uh, DuckTales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I found, at least when I kind of wrote this, the controls I felt pretty responsive, and I thought it was pretty easy to use. Like to play as Mickey Mouse, and I'll talk about this later in the in the kind of the art section. But I, there's lots of animations for the character. Okay, so there's one thing that I have to say about jumping bumps, right? Bump, so, right. Okay, so the jumping mechanic it's it's normal, no yeah. no complaints there. So you jump, you hold the button, you jump higher, and all that, right? Yeah. Right. But while you're airborne, you can hit. The two button or the one button, I don't Whatever know. Whatever. The, the, the butt yeah. button. The butt right? button. So the Mickey button. goes into this butt uh, attack mode. Right, he right? puts his rump out. Yeah. Okay, like, so, like he shit his pants and it fills up and now it's weighing him down. Yeah, correct. So <laughs> it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. If you hold the button while and, and you touch the ground, Mickey lands on his butt, right? Mm-hmm. And then you lose some control over the character. So I thought, okay, that's neat. It's a way to be careful about it. But if you release the button while you're still airborne, you land on your feet. Yeah, his feet go back down. Yeah, but you, and you don't you don't lose control. Well, right, it's all our time. No, you it's land it. That's timing. that's good. Instead of landing on your butt, you land it on your feet. He puts his swings his legs back down. That's a that's a good thing. It's a good touch. Yeah, but it's weird. Not really. It's kind of weird. It makes, <laughs> it makes actual sense, though. I, use, I actually noticed. I didn't notice it, but I it's did. the difference yeah. of landing square on your ass or yeah. landing on your feet. That's a good touch. It, I think. It, you know, it really is. They overthought that. <laughs> Maybe you overthought it. No, no, it's, it's weird because the. Okay, so I know that you guys are are thinking thematically. Yeah, but yeah. I'm thinking mechanically. Yeah, and it's weird. I think it, I like it, it. It feels weird. Hmm. I see where you're coming from. It's kind of strange, but it makes you do weird stuff with with the buttons. I just think it makes you be aware that instead of just bouncing on your butt, you if you swing your legs out, then you land and keep going. I actually, uh, I think I just kind of did it intuitively where when I was landing, I knew just to let go of the button. I just kept going. I, I'm only saying this because there are other stuff that are pretty sloppy 
-hmm. in that in in that kind of in that kind of way. I'm gonna mention them later. All right, in this specific thing, that's mine. So, for this would be from my perspective, it's the Game Gear. The Game Gear uses a D-pad, a start button, and two buttons. I think the Master System is the same thing. Yes. Mickey jumps with one and can pick up and throw blocks, which I will have something to say about in a second. Blocks and chests with the other. And if you hit the jump button while in the air, you will do a butt stomp, which we already mentioned. So, right off the bat, picking up stuff is a pain in the ass in it's this game. It's extremely annoying. I, I didn't think I didn't write this down when I was playing. I don't know why. I'm usually kinder to games, but and it's not well introduced. No, it, it's hard to pick things. It's not just you don't. It's like Mario games when you run, you just run into it and then he just lifts it and keeps going. And this, it stops you and you just kind of hit the button again to lift it up. I feel I've, like a pain. In the I've ass. had to hit the button multiple yeah, times. Yeah, I've died a bunch because of and that. And I kind of see Mickey make this weird like spaz movement <laughs> where he's like trying to pick it up and then he doesn't. Yeah, I've had I had a lot of difficulty picking picking shit up in this game. Yeah, so yeah, mechanically, how this works is that you approach an object that is liftable, mm-hmm. and then you kind of like bump into it, and it won't go into lift mode. You have to like bump. On it again and hold the yep. button in order to form like hit it form, to make it to stand its arms like that. Yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can see. Yeah. Yep. So and then you hit the button again, right? Yeah. But it's not very clear. No, it's no, not. not it's quite all. annoying. The first, uh, even later on when you're used to it, is still kind of obnoxious. Actually, it, especially because it's just slow. That's the problem. And a big theme of the game is you having to pick something up quickly and throwing it and yeah. throwing it and, and are you being chased by something? Yeah, and you're blocking it. Yeah, that can so be really hard. It, it, and, you, and you lose some time going into this lift mode. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there appear to be you, have, you start off with two life and you can actually upgrade it. There's 14 power stars you can find in the game to increase your life. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, as of stage three, I, that was when I found my first star item, and uh, that's the blacksmith castle. And so at that point, I knew, oh, cool, I can upgrade my my health. So that gives you a set to explore because there's one in every stage. Now I want to say something two. about <laughs> about losing a star. So yeah. you get hit, and you get like there's sort of like a sort of a recoil movement, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, like it, a bounce back. It bounces you back, yeah. right? And then you know that you're hit. If you are in your last star or last heart or last HP, you 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 bounce back and then Mickey, it seems like it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I noticed like, that. Yeah, like, yeah. like you take a hit and then he dies. And then you dead. Yeah. Ah, it's so annoying because you thought you had hope for a second. Yeah, I I did lots of times actually. Yeah, yeah. I noticed I, that too. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get angry or anything, but I was like, oh, oh, I'm dead. He Oops. should just fall dead right on the yeah. spot. Yeah, no, you're there's, right. There's that no does... need to make your reaction and recoil and then <laughs> die. You know. But on a positive note: when you beat a stage, you can exit at any time. Pretty cool. I went in and got a power star, and then I exited the stage. Still had my life increase. I didn't have to beat it over again. So you know, that's a good thing. Okay. Other upgrades. <laughs> other upgrades in the game. So Mickey acquires some new abilities. He gets a shrink potion, which will lighten his weight, reduce his size. Uh, he will also, which you do need at certain points in the game. He gets a rope, which will allow him to scale vertical walls. More on that in a second. And cloud shoes that will allow him to walk on clouds. And these all encourage exploration as you get these new abilities later. You can go back to older stages and use them to explore. So did you get to the rope? No. Okay, I'm the only one who got to the rope. It is annoying to use. So you go up against the wall, and you have to press up. And then you're in climbing mode, and then you have to hold up. And if you don't stop, you start to slide down. And uh, sometimes you don't hit the wall right, and you're not. You just move, and you can't actually climb. Pretty infuriating at certain points in the game. So you, you never get uh, projectiles of any kind? No. No. This game begs for 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 that. Yes, it does. I it's suppose some so. sort of slingshot or something. Yeah, you don't. Not that I saw. So a water gun. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. To enter to end a stage, you find a key that will open up a magic door. Uh, sometimes you have to kill an enemy or move something to reveal the key. At the end of the third stage, for example, there's a dragon boss you have to fight, and you there's so there's bosses every few stages. There's a world map, which of, is which is weird. 
I would much rather a boss at the end of every stage. Oh, it's not. That's not weird though. Well, like, it's like Mar- it, Mario doesn't boss at every. No, stage. no, I know. I, I, I get that. But like, I feel like I felt cheated. That really? Yeah, I, I would much rather rather uh, a boss at the end of every stage. Huh. Personally, but. they were it just seemed normal to me. So there's a world map that you can use to access levels. Uh, you can actually exit the stage by going back the way you came, or you can do the way I told you. And you can return to the world map. And some areas actually have multiple exits that will unlock a new path. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. Explored. It reminded me a little bit of, of a watered-down Mario World map. Uh, some other gameplay elements. Wind will sometimes blow you back or underwater currents, and you have to grab onto vines to progress. The stages actually seem to mix things up. I found that especially, I'll tell you guys about it when we go through the stages because you didn't beat it. They introduce new elements constantly through the Rub game. Rub it in our faces. We well, didn't beat you know, it. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm, I'm pretty cool. I, I don't win tournaments, but I do play platformers. So, my, my opinion I wrote down here is a lot of elements of this game feel like they were directly ripped from other games and not implemented quite as well, as you will hear about. Let's go through the stages of the game. This is the meat of the game at this point. Besides, and then we'll talk about the art music a little bit, and then we're good. So, stage one, I found, is a, ver- is a fairly standard stage, but introduces some platforming, jumping on leaves and the spider web and introduces the wind and vine elements. So wind will blow you, and you have to grab vines to, 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 to rest. You guys got to stage one, so <laughs> so you played through it. It's very odd level design. It was weird for a first stage. A little more complicated goes, than you'd expect. It should be. Yeah. It, it, it tries to introduce too many mechanics yes. too quickly. Uh, yeah, like the, the, first, the first thing that you have to do of platforming, you have to climb um, ladders and do platforming. That's not the way to go. It should have had some sort of hole or, or yeah. the, the, just the leaves and, and stuff, and then move uh, to the to climbing and all that stuff. I agree. Because one thing that is really it's annoying about old games, but in this one in particular, is that when you because of the scrolling is smooth, but then it goes into this like screen swap. Like it snaps. Yeah, and every time you do that, um, the enemies reappear. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you climb the ladder. Let's say there's a snake, right? So you kill it, and it's in in a very. You're talking about the way Mega Man does it. If that's the best example, Mega Man's the same thing. Yeah, but in Mega Man, this this particular example doesn't happen. Where you move up Mm -hmm. from the screen, and then if you don't hit the the platform, which is a leap, you fall, and then when you fall, you you change screen, and and then you fall directly in the snake. Yeah, but Mega Man does that too. When you move a screen, it, it kind of shifts over with you. And if you go back again, enemies come back. So if you're actually at the top screen of a Mega Man game, the old ones, and you were to fall, you would fall right back on the previous screen and your enemies would be back there firing at you again. It's like an old game I design don't know. thing. Me- I play Mega Man and that, that, this particular I'm thing, sure where, where I, feel, I feel like I actually, actually like cheated. Hmm. Well, know. Mega Man's controls are much better than this one. But oh, yeah. And you also far. have a weapon. Yeah, but I, but I knew <laughs> that if you fall on the screen of Mega Man, the enemies... Come back. Yeah. And then it, it doesn't do that in the, the collector's edition, though. No? Yeah, they fix it. Oh. Anyways, that, that's not really important. What you're saying makes sense. It, it is like that. It's too well, complicated. It and, is. And this is after the NES. Yeah. So, you know, something like that that you don't see in other similar games to this, I don't know why they bothered, you know, not fixing that. Because that seems like a very kind of like archaic game mechanic where enemies just respawn when you go off the screen where they were. Yeah, it's so, annoying. So it seems kind of silly that they're like, hey, let's just not do anything. A lot of old that. games from the S series do, do that. Yeah, so. and, and you kind of accept it because that's what the standard was. But we've moved past that standard by the time this game came out. So stage two, the lake, has you swimming. Oh, so a water stage right away. That is awful. Yes. How, that, that how mechanic. How shitty uh. is Mickey at swimming? So you have a breath meter, which is already annoying, because so, you can't breathe in the water, obviously. 
Mario. And yeah, Mario. And Sonic <laughs> can't swim at all, so you know he's, he's like a, in between Mario and Sonic here. So you have to kind of keep your. So the water is going up and down. Like so, I think that these mechanics are on paper good. You have rising water. You have spikes you need to swim over. You have to time it. You have to watch your enemies. You have a breath meter. It's all standard. But wait, stuff. okay. So the way Mickey uh, swims, he has two modes of swimming. Right, one where it's floating yeah. over the water, and the only thing that you need to do is move left or right, right. and then you move over the water, yeah. but, and then you can jump. In this mode, you can jump, right. and then you, and then you have the un, sub aquatic mode, right, where you have to actually hit the jump button to to go up, and then if you don't if you don't hit the 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 swim the, the jump button, you go down, right, yeah. And then, so in order in order for for Mickey to jump, you have to be in the in the other mode. So you're 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 constantly swapping between one mode and the other, mm-hmm. right? The problem is that when you jump and you go back into the water, you go directly into into the, mode. Into the subaquatic mode, yeah. And that is atrocious because you you lose control of the character too much, and then you try to to jump over an enemy that is that is floating on the water, and then you go down and you hit spikes or whatever, <laughs> and then. This is the first time you are you you're learning the swimming mechanic, and the water is going up and down, and there's spikes and enemies. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, no, that's 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 bad uh, level design. Uh, that's my. Do you agree with that? That's Jeff? my opinion. I I agree completely. Just official stances. He yeah. agrees. Stage three, the blacksmith castle. This is as far as you got, right? No, no, I get further than that. Okay, cool. I found that when I first got there, it was interesting. So this part, the first part of stage, is you being chased by this fiery being. A little candle thing. He runs after you, so you have to keep go, keep the speed. If you slow down, he catches up with you. The second part of the stage has you platforming over lava, uh, hitting it. Hitting it is not an instant kill if you land in the lava, which is weird, and avoiding dragons that breathe fire on you. Uh, around here, you find your first permanent health upgrade. You can also find a spring that you can pick up and move to help you progress. You're encouraged to throw blocks of gold at enemies on further platforms. At the end of the stage, you fight your boss. So what do you want to say? Yeah. So level three is interesting. And thematically, it's different. The first two stages are in like in the outside, and you're in the forest. Yeah. And in the music, that awful music is, is, is the cool. same in level yeah. one and two. And the third one has new music, a new stage. You're inside. Mm-hmm. It, it's very thematically interesting. But okay, just starting. This, you you don't know about this mechanic, right? No. There's a platform, right? And it, there's floor, and there's this one platform. And as, as soon as you get there, a flame starts yep. coming to you. But the, the flame cannot jump, so it goes under you, yep. and it fills all the floor with, with, it's with a race. fire. It's you a can't race. backtrack. It's you a have race to against beat the fire. It. Yeah. And it's a dead end. That's it. Well, no, you. It's, I can get but, past it without getting hit. It's not. No, no, but but no, what no, you're no, talking no. about is it, from the, your first perspective, it's a dead end oh. because they don't show you you need to do the butt bounce. Yeah, give the butt bounce the bricks and yeah. go go around it. Yeah, I mean, if you just wait, like, see to see what what the flame is doing, it, it goes. Oh, you expect and, it to backtrack, and then, and then you screw <laughs> yeah. yourself. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, I, I just ran right away. I, I, maybe you think of the Mario Three candles that would like chase you, but they don't leave a trail of fire. But remember the one that would hop off and kind of bounce after. Yeah, you? but but the 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 fire trail they, they leave a fire trail, right? I don't it, think it's so. temporary. I yeah, think. it's not like it, this. It's short. This is it's short fire. range. Yeah. So if you wait at at some spot, uh, there, there's a way to getting around it. But in this game, it's just like. There you go. So it's, this is how you learn by punishing. So when so you when you play a game, do you observe new things? Like do you stop and like kind of like watch the thing? Because me, my, mine's like you have I to. just go. I just go ex- trial and error. I die a couple times and I've got it. But I don't really stop and like watch my enemies. I just learn and do. So what? So I would have. I died. I'm sure I died the first time. Uh-huh. And then I was like, okay, cool. Now I know what to do. And I just keep going. Uh-huh. So that, like it never stopped me. Never really phased me. I'm just like. 
I got it. You have to stop and watch. I mean, I even, just go. even if it's just a short pause, you have to like look around, right? That's like sometimes, but platformers. In, in platformers, I tend to just just go and just kind of like come as it is. Like, okay, cool. I have to jump here. Not for Mega Man games. I have a harder time with those. I have to stop and, and watch things carefully. But but in in games like this, like games like Mario and stuff, my I just go and learn. If I die, I just come back again. It never really slows me down. So I, I just find it interesting that we play games a bit differently. Because this thing, I know right away what happened. I just went through it. I may have died because it caught up with me, but I understood like instantly I need to get faster. It's than a him. race. Yeah, I just kind of like, you know, Sanic, got to go fast. I mean, I understood that too very quickly. Yeah. It's just that I was surprised like... It's weird the way you like, is that it, really? Yeah. So you're going to let me die here? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I don't... That is strange. I didn't notice that because I just kept going, right? Uh-huh. I don't like it when they put you in a position where you could easily just be like, well, there's nothing I can do now. Like, I'm yeah. screwed. So I'm going to suicide. It's yeah. funny because this is stage three. This is like the third stage. Yeah. And it, this and game's then, hardcore. It is very hardcore. And then and then the game, that stage changes completely in the next section because you're just platforming. Yeah. yeah. Jump, dragons are spitting fire at you. You're hopping over Which them. Which I found a lot easier. It like was once, easier. Once I got through the whole run, flame race, the next part was much more simple. And this is the one that gives you a boss to fight. Yeah. The, the, the cartoony the dragon. dragon yeah. which, kind of which, is, <laughs> which is extremely alike Pete's dragon. Pete's dragon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You throw Puff, bricks at him. It's like Puff the Magic Dragon. Yeah. He, he just spits fire at you that bounces off the, the floor and ceiling, and you just lob bricks Pick in up his face. Pick bricks and throw it at him. Yeah, not too hard. The Magic 3, like most games, three yeah. hits and they're done. Yeah. Uh, later on in the game, it takes more hits, unfortunately. Yes. But yeah, you're right. So the next stage... The Ghost Explorer. Yeah, I know, because I never could get the fourth hit on. <laughs> <laughs> the next stage... So after you beat that, you have to actually go to the water stage. The, the place is filled up now. I was stuck there. <laughs> I was too. Rob you, had, have, you have to tell me. Yeah, Rob told me what to do as well. I just swam, and I think I knew, I think I had a feeling when I was playing through the first time that there was something up there, so I just remembered it, and then I was like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah, and then I was on to the next stage. So, so yeah, you have to go back to the, the water stage, and you find a new exit, So because the water's filled up now. Did they reveal that? Because there was some, like, dialogues he tells in between. You, cause yeah. I skipped it because it was Cut really scenes. boring. Really, yeah. really yeah, they boring. Are boring. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it tells you to go back, but there's. Okay. I'll tell you about a funny one later on that does not explain shit. Um, <laughs> so you go back, you go back to there, and then the next area is the um, ruins, which I don't know why they call it the ruins because it's more like a fun haunted house area. Yeah, and I think this is this was as far as I made it. So we're going to lose Jeff after this. This is the the, the dark castle where yes. we have to pick yeah, uh, yeah. a lamp. Yeah. yeah so okay. in the ruins, the, the first area has you picking up cubes that are candles so you can light your way. And there's ghost enemies that block you. And as you make your way, you have to jump some gaps and use candle blocks to reach higher up. So you have to carry these candles with you to actually reach the next part of the stage because you can't jump that high. Um, then you go down, and on the next area, you have to use a pile of blocks to get across some spikes, which I thought was kind of cool. That was all right. Yeah. I thought it was neat. Yeah. You're just basically throwing bricks to, yeah. to get yourself across the spikes. And then the next area, which I'm sure you guys are just, you guys must have loved this. this. I died quite a bit here. So the next area I thought was interesting, to say the least. So the screen, when you get in this area, the screen is... You, so you see a keyhole in the door. You know you have to go through, but you can't go. It's a wall, block by wall. So the screen starts scrolling to your right. So you have to run with that way, and you keep your, there's obstacles and enemies in the way, and the screen's scrolling like a, like a, like a Mario game, whatever, one of those levels where it's scrolling. You get to the end and get the key, and you see these switches along the way. When you step on the switch, the screen scrolls the other way. So you have to grab the key and now hit these switches, follow the screen, let the screen go as far as the next switch, run over and hit that switch, and you're slowly making the screen 
go back the way it is because it's constantly trying to go the other way. So you're using these these levers to to the, these like switches you stand on to move the screen, and then you you get past that and you fight a boss. Again, cool idea. That's S- a cool idea. Sloppy execution. Tough. See, now the, the key. So you you have to grab the key and you have to throw it sometimes. Yeah. If it goes off the screen, it goes back to the to the original position. Only if yeah. it's if you, I found that. If it's not too far off the screen, you can still get it. No, but I, I had it reset on me too, so I no, no judgments there. So I know, I know that's a kind of a popular game mechanic with the moving screen. Like I've this. never seen it go back and forth. No, like not that. quite that like that. Weird. But like I've a seen, I've seen like yeah. other games do it. Like Castlevania does it, mm-hmm. and Mario does it, and stuff like that. I hate it because They're stressful. The, well, like thematically, it makes no sense. What is killing Mickey? The screen oh, closing yeah. in game, on Mickey. Mechanically, it makes sense, but. Thematically, in the, it, there's, in the there's, world, there's, it makes no there's sense. No, there's no logic behind it. And no, but and you part of it, accept it. Well, like, I, I feel like it's a cheap death because you don't feel like anything really killed you. It's like, I got stuck, and then the screen killed me. Did you feel Mouse. that way in, like, Mario 3? Yeah, I did. I definitely I was did. just kind of like... I accepted, accepted it. it. Like, I did. I gotta run. But I don't like it. Maybe I don't like it at all. your imagination. Like, like there's a swarm of uh, Langoliers. That, that's that's what I mean. Like, if they had, like, spikes that were moving, and then you push the, the switch, and then the spikes the were moving spikes. back. Some you know, games do that. that yeah. yeah, some games do do that. Or and, lava walls. And there we go. Like, that. that that's... What you need to kind of feel not like such a cheap death, in my opinion. It, it, and it's a it's certainly an outdated. Yeah, I mean, you don't see it much. You don't anymore. see it anymore, and it is just like an old game mechanic. Let's give it a break. Come on. Jeff. Well, I'm I'm not <laughs> because it's, even in games that I do really really like, they have it, and I I just don't like that in games at all. Not it's fan. weird. Going off screen is sort of a video game language. Right? Yes, so yeah. I mean, it's definitely. mechanics only. I mean, Smash Brothers is kind of based on that. Yeah, where do they go? Why can't that's true, actually. You're going to stop playing Smash now? No, but... <laughs> he's done now. But I'm not, no, I'm not no but I understand Smash. what he's saying. No, yeah. I, I get it. I get it, too. Especially in the platform era. Yeah. So, after that, oh, and the, the boss fights a ghost. Yeah, and... He fights fire. He, so, when you hit him, he spawns and, a candle that will yeah, fall around him. And that's pretty tough. See, I don't know how you can beat him, personally, because every time I would hit him... His fire would hit me, and he had more health than I did, so I did would not always get the power lose. up. And the I had, I think, I had three. I had three as well. Yeah, so. I just beat him. I, just I, got, I, was, I had one health left by the end of it. But now another odd uh, design decision. So this boss is particularly appropriate as a first boss because it's based just on jumping and butt bouncing. But in the but the first the, the first uh, boss that you get. And, he, and I died the first time, you have to actually pick up stuff pick up and throw bricks. it, right? But you are not well introduced to that mechanic yet. You kind of have to throw blocks here and there throughout the but, first few stages. Yes, but in, the se- but in the second boss, in that stage, it's all about grabbing stuff. You're right, you're picking it's up stuff. True, actually, they would have been better switched around, yeah, actually. Yeah, that's very true. That's true. Yeah, interesting. So Never stage... That way. Yeah, so after that, you get the shrink potion, and then you can go through the tiny... So Jeff, <laughs> that's as far as Jeff goes, but I think stage stagey. Stage. I think stagey had a few more stages. Stages. <laughs> so the tiny caverns. So now you have your shrink power up, and basically that makes you the size of when you crouch. But now you can walk and run. So I thought the stage was kind of cool because now he has the power to shrink himself by by holding down and hitting one. He can enter tiny cavern. Inside are bug enemies that he must avoid. He has to alter his size at various points. He can't lift stuff when he's small. The stage is kind of cool because there's a new twist in the stage. So while you're going through the stage. In the background, you can see platforms and enemies that you can't touch. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the first part of the stage, you actually swap, and now you're in the background running back, and the enemies there can hit you, and the enemies in the foreground can't. So that was kind of cool. I, I liked that, that. I thought that was interesting. This stage is... is uh, but, but again, it's interesting, but 
There's a lot of good ideas in there, mm-hmm. but the execution again. Yes. There's some really things. The visual language of the background yeah. and foreground is not really well um, developed. They they could have pushed it. I think they should have scaled it down a little bit. I think the sizes are roughly the same, mm-hmm. and they should have made it a little smaller with, with just scaling. So, so that would have helped, or yeah. I don't know how good the technology was back then, but nowadays we could put like a, a transparent layer over top to give it a little bit of a haze and depth, which they didn't, maybe they just couldn't do it back then, so I'll give them a break on that. But, yeah. the, but the idea was cool, I thought. Yeah, that, that, that in the next level? Or so the next level is my favorite. Is the flower fields. So this stage is pretty standard at first, and I, I found a little bland aesthetics, just flowers everywhere, but so it's a mostly empty background with huge flowers. It does spice things up a bit with flowers that spit out quickly falling platforms that you have to jump across and another one spits out tiny moving flowers that you have to shrink and then jump repeatedly so it doesn't so if you stand on too long it bolts you right down so you have to kind of jump and and keep going with it yeah again pure and, platforming just yeah. jumping no climbing that, yeah. that should have been the first level yeah and then there's plants that will eat you <laughs> well this is like the seventh level or yes, six, six, uh, six, six it's eight. very odd like you, you get the, the shrinking thing and yep. then the immediate next level is about just you do have to shrink the, to get past some of the flowers because you're too big for the uh, for some of the flowers, I think. At least I did. I shrunk and, and went on oh, no, some of the lighter flowers. Oh, maybe it worked no matter what. I just assumed I did because they were tiny. So then the seventh stage, and this is sta- Stagey's last stage, uh, an interesting level. So this is called a toy workshop. And it's an interesting <laughs> level. <core>. It's, this, <laughs> is, this is my first, like, holy shit, this game is really hard stage. An interesting level has you going through doors that will lead you behind the stage. So what I mean is picture two different stages mashed on top of each other and doors that will connect various points in the stage. So you go through one door, now you're on the other side of the stage and it's like a different stage, but eventually you could find another door that will actually link back up to the other side. So they're connected, but how I visualize is just two stages touching, like alternate dimensions. Mm -hmm. And so there's weird things like a giant water gun shooting water platforms with fish on them, sentient cannons, uh, question blocks that has a punching glove we can talk about that in the second stage because you messaged me last night about this. Blocks have a punching glove that punch out in random directions. Pianos you can run across. Yo-yos you have to you have to use to go higher. A crank you need to use to lift a key. And then you fight a super annoying boss. A playing card, or, or a few, that you have to jump on. It will jump or spin around the stage and you have to time it or you die. I, I got a shit ton of that one. Now, imagine this, right? So you get into a room and the only thing in the room is this block with a with a question mark in it. Right, and you see a punching glove coming from <laughs> from each direction, like left, yeah. up, right, down. And when it goes down, the 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 block jumps. So all the the visual cues tell you that there's a puzzle there. Like, what do I do? What do I do? I I die like twice there, right? Yeah, because they're trying just an enemy. So it's trying a to figure block. trying it's to figure out what what the hell with that. It's not. It's kind of <laughs> it's an enemy obstacle. I mean, so it's a box. It's a box like you would expect to pick up. And, and and every so every inter- there'll be a few second interval a a, a punching glove boxing glove one will pop out sides. and then you 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 know the order that it's going to come out so you can time it but basically it'll punch this direction it'll punch down it'll punch up and then it'll punch the floor which will launch it up so you actually have to use it as, as platforming at certain points so it's like it. it's like a mimic no it's just like an obstacle that has random punching. Yeah, so the platform, so you can just platform off of it. It punches the floor and it lifts it up, so you need to actually time it and jump on to and get to a higher area. Yeah. So I got fr- frustrated, so I asked Rob, like, what, what do I do here? <laughs> yeah, because he and kept he, trying to pick it up. And he just said, like, very casually, oh, that's just an introduction for the, <laughs> for the particular item. doesn't make any sense. This is kind of so mad. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's no big deal. I figured it out pretty quickly, like, oh, I don't get a hit by that. That's, that's, that was it. <laughs> 
That's just an introduction. <laughs> well, anyways, so that so what do you think of the boss at that stage? What, what I hate it? it. It was a card, the deck of cards. Oh man, I thought it was a pain in the ass. It was a deck of cards. You, so when it, while it's spinning across the screen, you can't damage it. So you have to wait until oh, it stops. I hated yeah. that thing. I okay. died a bunch. Another boss that that could have been the the first boss. Well, you would have been a hard first boss. He kicked my ass. Well, the second one then. <laughs> All right. So now this is where Seiji stopped. So I'll run run you through the rest of the game real quick, and because we don't want to stop, I don't want the players to think the bonus barrel is not dedicated to finishing oh, oh, these games. Piano floor. Yeah, piano floor. Piano floor in 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 the toy level. Pretty cool. And the yo-yo. Oh, piano floor is always cool. You like piano floors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, next oh, a fun thing. So, after that, you beat that, you get the rope, actually. So, now you can climb walls. Only vertical walls. So, stage lines, clip top, flying enemies annoy you, and you have to use your new rope to climb up cliff walls. Going inside a cave reminds me a lot of the Super Mario World stages, where the floor is constantly rising up and down, and you have to find safe gaps in the ceiling. So, you know what I'm talking about, Super Mario World, where you're in the, the stage where the... Where it's a, a cavern and there's like nooks and crannies at top and there's a floor rising up and down. You must mm-hmm. remember that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they have a stage that is that, except lights are going on and off. It's actually kind of cool. Okay. So that's the first part. So everything about these stages is like one thing that you think, oh, that's a stage. But then there's always like a second part of the stage and that, so that introduces another weird element. After that, the real challenge of the stage is scaling. So after that, you're, the next part of that stage is a vertical climb up. And the real challenge of that stage is scaling to the top of a large tunnel. There's flying enemies you have to jump over or actually on and bounce up. You have to butt bounce off them, which requires a lot of timing and, and going back up and down screens. It's a pain in the ass. So, stage 10 is like a desert area. The stage has some pyramids, but it's, very, it's pretty simple the first time through since you have to come back later. There are cactus enemies, but it doesn't actually hurt to butt bounce them. So, you, so I went through avoiding them, thinking, oh, cactus, they're going to poke me. No, you can actually butt bounce them, no problem. So it's really weird. At the end, of vulture flies around carrying a key. You have to kill him to get it. Then you're at this, like, mountain castle. So this is, I wrote down, ugh, this stage is where it was getting a bit hard. So <laughs> apparently it wasn't hard at that point, so I don't know what I was thinking. So here you have to jump on enemies as they move across the screen to leap over spikes. So put it this way, enemies are flying across the screen, and there's a long stretch of spikes, and you have to jump on those enemies and time the jumps. It's quite difficult. The one on the, the right has you dodging ghosts in a, in a statue pit. So there's like statues shooting whatever at you. And you have to avoid them climbing ladders and building platforms out of blocks while avoiding invincible spikes. Then, so this is, for what, so if we do a visual, video version of this episode, there's this one part of the stage where you're running horizontal. And you remember the, the spikes in Mario 3 that would go up and down? They're mm-hmm. not thwomps, but just like the rows of spikes and it's like in the third world or second world, you can jump across the, there's like a few wooden platforms and then there's just spikes and they just raise up and down. You have to run across a bunch of them. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Mario 3? Yeah. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Mario World. But... Well, it is, it is in Mario Mario 3. So there's that. Then there's these giant spikes that look like thwomps. And then there's spinning stones that go around like this. So when I was running through it, I was like, holy shit, this needs Mario music. Because it was basically a, <laughs> like a blatant ripoff from Mario. So, <laughs> yeah, that that was really funny. Once you get the end, Princess Minnie tells you to plant this giant-ass bean on an island. And then you get the cloud shoes. She tells you to use your head instead of actually telling you where to go. So she doesn't tell you how to get the cloud shoes. She says, plant this bean on the island, which you do, and, and a beanstalk grows. And you can't get any higher because there's cloud pl- you have to jump off. But you can't jump 
through them. This is, she says, use your head to figure it out. So you have to, to go... Like headbutt something? No, you have to go to the desert stage that I, I mentioned briefly. There's a big pyramid, and there's a, and there's a small little cave that you don't see because a block's covering it, and you have to move the block. I, I didn't find some. I don't I had to look it up. So there's no, like, headbutt, and you don't need to nope. jump up and hit something with your head? She also, see, that, that's misleading. Oh, yeah. You're telling me... She just tells you, like, just figure it out. And then she offers her booty Good fucking as luck. a reward. She says, I'll give you a kiss. So, you know, Mickey's like... Rob, you gotta help me out. So then you get to this really annoying level, and it's this water ruins and sand castle. This is stage 12, so we're almost done. So the stage starts off easy with navigating the hills and moving sand. There are some enemies that will jump out at you. After that, you find yourself underwater, having to move to the far left of the stage, getting pockets of air, and hitting switches to um, to move walls. And you have to swim back. And there's these fucking fish enemies that chase you. Super annoying. I died a bunch. And then you fight a crab, who spins whirlpools at you. It's boss crab? pretty lame. He's a boss crab. Go back to the island, you climb the beanstalk, and then you're in the Phantom's Castle, and this stage is a nightmare. I, I don't know what else to say. It, it's just, it's long. You pick three doors. You pick one of three doors, and each one is a different path to the last boss. It's, they're, they're brutal, man. It is so hard to get through this stage. Um, the one I went through was a moving platform that you have to stay on, and you have to jump across, butt pound stuff, shrink, and all the whole time avoiding enemies and falling off. You instant death if you fall. And then... After that, you have to avoid, like, death pits, and eventually you get to the, the, the boss, the phantom. You have to hit him, like, six times. He has different phases. He's a pain in the ass to fight. It was hard. It took me, like, an hour to beat him. I did wow. beat him, though. And, yeah, that's the game. Wait, oh, Mickey wakes up at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it was all a dream. It was all a dream. Well, it's called Land of Illusion. So much effort. Yes. So, just let's touch on the graphics real quick, and then we'll go to damage. I thought the game looked really good for the Game Gear version, especially when I realized I'm playing this in the Game Gear. This looks better than a Game Boy Color game, which wouldn't have been out till like, 97 or 8. They have nice idle animations of Mickey. There's a nice run-and-jump animation. It's fluid. The swim animation is nice. The backgrounds are colorful and actually have some depth. The colors fade to the background like they would in a painting. That's no, not as detailed. Let's not get crazy. They get, <laughs> they get progressively lighter and more blue in outdoor areas with atmospheric perspective. There's uh, contrasting colors, and it really helps pop the foreground from the background in a lot of cases. Uh, the enemy designs are pretty standard and, and nothing amazing. Some of them are actually kind of stupid, like the cannons are really dumb. They're like little tiny cannons that shoot cannonballs. But it was on the Game Gear, and I think it came out looking really good. I mean, it came out in 92, and, and I thought it was very solid-looking game. Uh, I would say above average for, like I said, what a Game Boy Color would game. And I, I was really... Surprised by that, I thought, and there's, there's really nice animations. So artistically, the game I think holds up pretty well. The music is terrible, it's bland, <laughs> it's repetitive, it, it doesn't sound good. It's, it's horrible. It's bad. Yeah, it, it and, is. Horrible. And like I said, the same song plays with the first two levels, which is just like well, why? you know, why? that's not too. I mean, Mario doesn't have a new level every new music every stage, but it mixes up pretty quick. But even the new ones though are bland and, and unfree. I can't remember any tune from this game. Oh, I remember I had I had died and I left the screen up because I was talking to someone and Megan's like, please turn that <laughs> that, that sound off. It's terrible. So you know, it's it's not a good experience. But that's but that's it. So should we move on to damage? Yes. Damage. Jeff, would you like to read the damage? Yeah, because everybody's first time. It's everyone's first. Someone's first time. So we we, we <laughs> <laughs> so we like to rate the games in quotations yes. by giving them three heart tanks. A recommendation system, as yeah. Sagey calls it. And mm. we're each responsible for one up to one heart tank of damage. Right. And here's our loosely braced it criteria: has three heart pieces. Right. Yes, three heart pieces, one each. No damage, so full heart tank. Uh, you really enjoyed the game. You loved it. Even even if it doesn't mean the game is perfect, but you would 100% recommend yeah, it. Yeah, a good time. So you do one quarter damage to it. The game has some flaws. It was still great, 
fun, and you would likely recommend to somebody. Mm -hmm. Half damage. The game is decent to good. The right people would, you know, have a lot of fun with it. Um, and it's probably worth a try. Yeah. Three quarters damage. Uh Oh. The game really isn't good. It's not terrible. It's bland, boring. Been there, done that. And other games have done it better. Yeah. Like this one is a good example. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of giving away your... Yeah, I just changed my score (laughs) in my head, actually. So now we have full damage. The game is wretched. Little to no redeeming quality. You'd be angry if you received this as a gift. Terrible. Terrible. Horrendous. So I'm going to go last this time because I'll, I'll tell you when I first first playing it, pretty high praise in my head for it but this episode i think has changed me so i'll go first this game is full of the right ideas yes cool ideas it's sloppy implementation mm-hmm. considering the the, the the year it was released i'm gonna give it uh health damage oh good all right jeff so i, I just want a quick flashback mm-hmm. um you guys remember dino wars I, dino wars dino wars destruction right? of spondylus <laughs> something sagey said during that episode that has oh, actually this guy has stayed with me Ooh. and that is just that you want to feel like your character is powerful in the game you want to feel strong did you feel strong as mickey no i felt like mickey exactly that's you, good no it's not oh. um <laughs> but you are mickey yes you are but my my thing is that I, I I can't help but compare this to Disney's Magical Quest or Disney's Wait, Magical Quest. One second. What about survival horrors? Do you want to feel strong in a survival horror? Well, you want to have a gun. You want to feel like no, you can defend yourself. Exception. Marshall would argue that you want to feel weak and scared in a survival horror. <laughs> That's the theme of the game. But, All but, right, but, but not this... to the point where you you're helpless. So if you're playing a survival horror Mickey Mouse game, I think <laughs> this would be okay. Well, those, Anyways, those don't exist. Keep going. You're comparing it to Magical Quest, right? Yes, because yeah. now Magical Quest came out in 1992. Ooh. Okay. On the SNES? Yes. Yeah, good system. And this came out in 92 on the Master System. Okay? Yes. So we, we look at those in comparison, and for me, if it's like, well, what Mickey Mouse game do I want to play? Magical Quest a thousand times over, play Magical <laughs> Quest. You feel strong as I that. I haven't you, played it. You have power-ups. You have, I have you, you have different caps. You have more you have projectiles. There's lots more to do. Interesting. So with that being said, full damage. I did not Ooh. like this game at all. Whoa! I thought... It was missing a lot of, like like Seiji said, I think that there's some things there that are somewhat redeeming, but it was poorly executed. Damn, full damage. The fact that an incredibly superior Mickey Mouse game is out the same year makes this game completely irrelevant to me. Damn, so it makes a really good point, Guys, man. I've had... Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's making me want to change my damage. I've had a slew of emotions this last two minutes. I... <laughs> So my first thought was, when I first got into this game, I was going to give it a quarter damage. Then while taught listening to Seiji and his reasons, I was thinking, okay, half. And then I was thinking right before what you said, before your rating, uh, there was a reason I thought, oh, they've been there, done that. Because this game does a lot of things that other games have done just not as well. So I was like, okay, three quarters. Now, now you brought up the fact that Magical Quest would really sing year, but I, I haven't played it, but not much of it, but I know... I guarantee you. I mean, I'll have to buy it. Simple but, question, Rob. Would you recommend it, and how much? Well, I did recommend it, but yeah. I, I recommend it without playing it, so it doesn't really count. So, yes, I would recommend it. It's not a bad game, especially when I, I chose the one I physically own, which is the Game Gear version. The Game Gear is not known for its robust library. So, ignoring the superior one that exists, because there's a lot of superior games, I'd be like... Should I not recommend this game because Super Mario World exists at the same time? That came that out in 91. That so that's a great game. I'm not, it's not fair to, fair that this because that exists doesn't mean this one has never merits. So I can't recommend the Sega Master System when I didn't play it. So I'm going to ignore that. The Game Gear version is a fairly solid game. It's certainly not bad. It's just not great. 
and it borrows a lot of ideas, and, it, and I don't think it does them well, but, but there's variety in the game. It, it looks nice. So with that being said, I'm going to go with three quarters damage. Not a terrible game. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Try it out, but, you know, I don't care if you do or not. See, originally, I just want to say, I wasn't going to give it full damage. I was going to give it half. Mm-hmm. And then when you started talking about those three power-ups, the mini potion, whatever it Shame is, potion. the rope, and the cloud shoes... I'm like, hey, this game's horrible. Uh, but does Magical Quest, does Mick, does Minnie offer her booty? <laughs> to Mickey if what was your damage? Three quarters. Three quarters. Yeah. So that leads it at three quarters health left, actually. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go, Mickey. <laughs> that's that's what happens. You know, you, you mess with, with Jeff, you get, you get full damage, and you have to live with those 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 results. So I guess, I guess that's it for today's show then, right? I want to thank you guys for all listening and supporting us out there. Get involved on Facebook and Twitter. We really want to hear back from you. Have you played this game? Have you played any of the Mickey games? Let me know what you think. Let us let us know what you think. Uh, we have new episodes every Sunday and Thursday. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes if you have it. If you like the show, it only takes a minute. And check out bonusbro.com for news, pickups, YouTube videos, and maybe blog posts. And Rob Shenanigans. And Rob Shenanigans. Shenanigans. So this is Rob. And Laugh. And Seiji. Have a good one.